And welcome, everybody, once again to Mesilla Valley News Sports. Uh, I am uh, Gino Aragon, and uh, once again, we are going to be talking sports, as we always do, every Tuesday night here at the uh, Amador Live Eatery and Entertainment District. Of course, it is, I'm not going to lie, a little bit of a chilly night out there, and uh, though we had some rain showers earlier, but uh, honestly, it was pretty nice, and you could smell that uh, rain in the air, and it's pretty good outside here on the patio. As you know, we are just outside of the uh, Broken Spoke uh, Tap House, and uh, you can come out to the patio and join us uh, tonight and join us every Tuesday as we talk uh, a little bit of sports here in the Mesilla Valley. And uh, just to go over a few things uh, that were happening uh, recently, I don't know if you heard, when we had Mario Mocha here last time, just before we took our break, he, we were getting ready for the Quick Lane Bowl, and he was talking about the idea of selling uh, tickets uh, to a lot of donors that would then be actually handed out to uh, Detroit-based youth groups, and that would be to go ahead and raise money to go ahead and make the trip possible and everything else and to help out that way. Well, you ask the Aggie Nation for support, and the Aggie Nation pulls through for sure, as they were able to get 282 donors to help out for a grand total of $111,502. That's right. So uh, depending on their level of donation, supporters uh, could receive incentive packages with gifts including uh, commemorative tickets signed by head coach uh, Jerry Kill, which would be very important, getting that win for sure. And of course, uh, some travel gear, a 2022 NM State helmet, among others. So the Aggies, of course, went on to defeat Bowling Green 24-19 in the Detroit, which was also very chilly up there to capture the program's second bowl win in five seasons, which I'm hoping we're going to get a whole lot more in our future, uh, especially uh, since they looks like they had a pretty good recruiting class. I think they got 38 new players to come in for the uh, football team, so things are looking good right there. Also, speaking of NMSU, uh, earlier this weekend, they announced the 2023 U.S. Bank NM State Athletics Hall of Fame class. They got three new members for the class, and they were recognized at the halftime of Saturday's uh, game, men's game. And uh, New Mexico State Director of Athletics, Mario Mocha, announced that Elliot Avent from baseball, Bob Jackson from football, and Desiree Scott from volleyball will be inducted into the Hall of Fame following a process uh, completed by New Mexico State Hall of Fame Selection Committee. So congratulations to the new members of the Hall of Fame for uh, NM State. And, of course, uh, look forward to seeing uh, their pictures and a little bit of that information and when they actually get the whole uh, induction ceremony done because that will be a whole lot of fun. And, of course, the big news that everybody was talking about earlier this week, Tom Brady retiring? What? No. What, is that? what is that right there? No. Let me go ahead and uh, bring in Max right here because, uh, of course, uh, we like uh, talking uh, a little bit more with sports. And, uh, yeah, Tom Brady retired. Can you imagine that? I think that uh, Brady and uh, Aaron Rodgers should go to Vegas and be the – they could fight over who's going to be the star. We would take them both at this point. I'm, I don't sure, care. I'm sure that you would. Tom yeah. Brady probably has a little bit, but of course, I can't think. Brady was my starting quarterback for a fantasy football team, and I didn't come in last. I didn't come in first. Far from it, but I didn't come in last. I was very happy about that. He actually did really well for the season, um, so that was not too bad. Of course all the drama that happened with Giselle and everything else that was going on with he was that. Distracted, yeah. I think he was a little bit distracted, but, uh, you know, she made her choices. She decided what she was going to do. Uh, so he's retiring and moving on to his next adventure, which will be heading into the broadcast booth, but not until 2024. So he's going to be taking the 23, 24 season off and then coming into the booth in uh, the 24, 25 season. Hmm. So I don't know. I mean, if you're Tom Brady, you've been playing all these years, all the drama that happened this season, you're newly divorced, take a little time off. I'm Vegas. just saying, yeah, go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. A bunch of players will start talking to him. Hey, hey, Tom, come on. Come you on. Know, for, you're not. Maybe you're not drawn to going with him for, for one season. Why not? You know, I don't know that it would matter. For I don't us. know. Uh, they were talking that they might have him sign a one-day contract with New England. So that he he could retire as a patriot. Technicality. Technically, yeah, yeah. Technically, he would be a patriot when he retired, not a buccaneer. Yeah. So, which I always thought that that little uh, juxtaposition was interesting. Just retire. <laughs> just retire. Head to Vegas. Enjoy the buffets. Go I don't do know. Whatever. Infomercials. Do something. Whatever retired quarterbacks do at that time. I don't know. Uh, get prepared for. 
you know, ooh, what do we got here? Look at this here. Oh, now normally you kind of surprise me a little bit into the mix with uh, some of the tasty treats that you have here. And I'm going to set this up right here. There we go. Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a look at that there. There it is. There you go. <laughs> that looks good. That we looks have, really good. We have Chef Enrique here. He's going to be giving you a little detail on this is our feature of the month. Chef Enrique, grab the mic right here and just describe what we've got for us today. So what we have is a, a little bit closer. So what we have is a six ounce sirloin on a bed of a jalapeno chimichurri. Mm -hmm. And then it's a steak and fritz. And then the fries are um, red chili, parmesan, garlic fries. Wow. Spicy? Um, it's got a little hint, but nothing like too crazy. Yeah, it's more like a pop. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah we don't want to overwhelm the, overwhelm the yeah, steak, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. The steak looks delicious. Well, you're going to get to try it because yeah. here it comes. Oh, oh, great, great, great. Right over here. Let me get the uh, camera out. Now, I am going to warn you. I am not a spicy person well, but here's the test here it is yeah this will be the, oh my goodness that you know what i don't even need the uh, knife right there because you've got it sliced up and everything ready to roll just take that one here at the end get a little bit of that cherry sauce on there wish me luck yep. okay hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, huh? Oh, I think it's juicy. Yeah. No, they, they got a little secret, but it's mm. it's really coming together good. That chimichurri sauce is just, just off the... Off You're the right. Charts. It's not spicy, but you can definitely get that jalapeno flavor in there. So if you like that flavor of jalapeno without the spice, that is actually really, really good. Yeah, we toned it down. Even the red chili fries are... Yeah. Try one of those. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Fries, try one of those. I want to try one of these, too. Alice. See, just a little bit. Mm -hmm. Just a little. And I love your fries. They're just the right amount of crispiness. Actually, I'd say that's a little bit more spicy than the jalapeno, but it's got a good flavor to it. And I do I do like my red a little bit more than my greens. So, yeah, that is actually really tasty. And um, is, is, is this your really special, or is this just something you have on the menu? We're actually going to replace it with the pork chop. With a pork chop? Mm -hmm. Oh, I've had your pork chop before. Those things are good. Yeah. So, so we might change up the pork chop a little bit, but for now we're gonna add that. It's, oh. just, it's been a popular dish. Oh, good, good, good. Yeah, so you can come on down here to the uh, um, Amador Live at the Broken Spoke. We can get either. Either way, in any place up here, and uh, try that out. Uh, the official, what is the, what is the official name? Steak, Southwest Steak and Fritz. Southwest Steak and Fritz. Remember that one when you come down here and try that. Steak and Fritz. And if you like, if you like your jalapeno flavor. That has definitely got it, but that steak is delicious. That is really cooked well. Yeah, and it's uh, sirloin, and it's real tender. It is. It is actually really tender. It's very. It's got a very nice texture on there. Very juicy, and uh, just the right amount of uh, crust on the on the outside right there, which is exactly what I like. So more of a good, yeah. I'd, I'd like just that with a little steak uh, with a little salt and pepper seasoning on there. The steak that's for me is a perfect meal every time. So I'm never yeah, going to turn down a steak. Feels good, you know. It doesn't feel like when you're done with that. You no, no, no. That's a that's a good size. That's about a what? An eight ounce? It's six ounce. Six ounce. Okay, yeah. That looks uh, very tasty up on there. And uh, are these fried onions up yeah, on top? Fried onions. Oh yeah. There you go. I feel bad eating because I know this mic is picking up everything <laughs> that I'm doing. It's chewing in the whole thing. That, that gives them all the. We can make a sound effect out of it. I probably could because those are crunchy and tasty. Cool, cool. Yeah, go ahead and grab it. Thanks, Chef. Appreciate it. I have to. I'll have to box that up and ready to roll. Yeah, he's been in the those boys in the kitchen, man. They've been really working at well getting ready for Valentine's Day week, which is finally here. We call it Valentine's Day week because what we found is. You know, you can't fit everybody in on one night. No. So we, we try and make a weekend out of it. So Well, you can make the weekend out of it. You can make the week. I mean, there's a lot of people whose schedules are different. You know, it's this. The one thing that I've noticed, especially today, these modern days. Oh, I was going to come up a little bit, a little bit. Okay, we're good. We're good. We're good. <laughs> um, is that uh, nobody has a normal work schedule. 
Yeah. You know, nobody has a normal work week. Some people have taken some time off during the week. Some people are working more weekends. So the fact that you can come out over here and enjoy something like that and um, have a beverage or two, because that looks good right there, too. What are you drinking? Oh, right here we have the uh, – so we just put these on tap in the in the spoke. Mm -hmm. So uh, we have two from Ireland getting ready for the big day next month. But, That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're uh, giving them a test drive. So we have uh, Sullivan's uh, Irish Ale. Oh. So it looks more like a – Looks a little red. Like, yeah, yeah than darker, it yeah. but it, it actually finishes very much like an ale. And we have these Sullivan's Marble Stout right Ooh. there. So that one's going to be darker, heavier, and a little more syrupy. Mm. But we got these straight off the boat. So Straight off the boat and into the top. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And they, uh, they'll be here for the rest of this month and all of next month. Wow. Like, hopefully they'll make it to St. Patty's Day because a lot of people already started drinking. No, I can, I can smell it. I took a sip of that stout and yeah. I can smell it. Yeah, no, it's it's put together well. And a, a, a little bit of my memories that come back every once in a while ago are like, oh, yeah, that would be good. <laughs> We're not going to do it, though. Don't worry. We're not, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to. I used to tell people that they'd say, oh, did you fall off the wagon? I said, no, nah, man, I watched it pass by. I was waving at it as it passed by. But no. Nope, nope. Now I'm pretty much driving it. So, but yeah, that does smell really, really good. And yeah. uh, I know a lot of my friends. Yeah, a lot of my friends. They would really enjoy that stout. I yeah. Know. So that one's a really, really good one. And of course, speaking of like some of the events that you've got coming up, uh, you've got a lot of stuff coming up here in the yeah, next few so weeks. Yeah. We so have, uh, we have uh, all the Valentine's Day events starting Thursday. So Thursday night. Uh, what it is is we have the the paired menu available beginning Thursday. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Thursday will be Chris Baker. So he'll be here starting at 8 o'clock. And then we have Josh Lucero is going to be playing on Friday. And then he's also bringing his trio on Ooh, that's Saturday. Okay. What is Stupid Cupid Emo Night? So Stupid Cupid Emo Night is we wanted to make sure everybody was included uh, for Valentine's Day. So... Uh, we have a uh, Mike G, DJ Mike G, is going to be hosting uh, Stupid Cupid Emo Night mm -hmm. in 575. And basically the deal is come on in, enjoy it. There's no cover. It's kind of like a reverse Valentine's Day singles kind of thing. Bring uh, your best breakup story, 250 words or less. <laughs> uh, we will vote on them. And uh, I think first prize is a VIP table to the Midget Wrestling on St. Patty's Day. Uh, we have a gift card for tattoo removal. And then we also have a massage gift card. All that for Stupid Cubit Emo Night, which is this Saturday. That sounds like it'd yeah, be a lot of fun. Be fine. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, you know, uh, there some might of be the... a special guest. I think Cupid might show up. Cupid might show up? Yeah, he might be there. Is he going to get beat up? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah, yeah. A couple extra guards for him. You got it. You got to have the big uh, bodyguards yeah, for Cupid, because yeah, uh, especially in that place, yeah, in that uh, setting. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, the actual uh, Valentine's Day, which is which is Tuesday, mm -hmm. uh, we have Isaac and Skeevy are going to be doing their uh, going to be doing their sets. That's going to be really good. Yeah, there and, you go. Um, and that's also a paired menu. Uh, really, the only difference between. Um, the nights is on the actual Valentine's Day. That's the only menu that will be available. Is the paired, is the paired menu? But, uh, any of the other nights this week, if you can't make Valentine's Day proper, so to speak, uh, you can you can grab a you can try out the the Valentine's Day menu, which is a it's a, a four course uh, paired meal, mm. plenty of uh, signature cocktails, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so like I said, you got a bunch of stuff. Nice to see Chris Baker coming back in, but that was actually last week. Yeah. That's um this Friday. Yep. So like I said, you've always got something going on here. And of course, uh after uh Valentine's Day. Uh actually before we get into the March stuff, we have another event that's that's important, mm -hmm. very important, which is uh February sixteenth. And we'll we'll be putting the post out uh today, tonight, or maybe tomorrow. And uh what that is, uh, we're just waiting for him to finish it up. But I if you'll recall, last week we had uh, Cynthia Aguilar here. Yeah, yeah we're talking yeah. about the uh, fundraiser to help her out in her fight against breast cancer. Yes, yeah, she's uh, she's a local uh, public school teacher. Got diagnosed. Um, needs some help with uh, some of her treatments for chemo, 
And so what we're going to do is we put together a, a special menu called Cynthia's Menu, and it will be available next week at the Spoke on the 16th, which is next Friday. Right, I believe it's Thursday. Right. Whatever the 16th is. You don't so, ask me to tell yeah, you exactly Thursday. dates. I know yeah. I know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, it's Thursday. Right. So we'll all be here on Thursday night starting at uh, 4 p.m. You can order off that menu. Um, we're going to be donating the proceeds to her uh, fund for medical bills. And also uh, she's going to be donating a portion to uh, Project Care. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to do a little bit of both. But uh, Jez and the other boys, uh, Draven from Fast Crates, they uh, they told me about it, and she was here last week just talking about it. And I thought, you know, that'd be cool if we can if we can do something for her. So we're gonna try and raise some money for her, and then I believe we are also going to be auctioning off one of the ringside tables for the Midget Wrestling on St. Patty's Day. So it's all going for a good cause. Absolutely. So uh, I would encourage anybody out, you know, even if you're just looking for a night out, come out on that night to yeah. Broken Spoke and uh, and help her out because, you know, anybody's battle against cancer because, you know, uh, we can say basically cancer, you know, um, but uh, I could say it. we're on the Internet, we're not anywhere else. But, you know, that battle is always a tough one. And there's always expenses that, that just kind of surprise you. And oftentimes, Unfortunately, sometimes that battle is against your own insurance company. So I think that would help out yes. and uh, to help her out. And I understand uh, that uh, some of the some of the proceeds and some of the other stuff is going to be uh, donated to um, cancer research as well in general. Yes. Uh, she had mentioned that last yes. week as well. So it's not just that you're helping her out, but in general, you're helping out in everybody's battle against uh, cancer so that we can hopefully find a cure for all of that as well. Right. And right. Uh, then do we move into March? Yeah, I mean, so we'll get we'll get through Cynthia's night and then um, that'll, you know, all of a sudden February is over and we're moving into moving into March. There's going to be a few. We're going to we're going to be starting to rev up some of our uh, patio music if the weather cooperates. Mm. If it doesn't, we'll just keep it inside. But uh, we're just moving towards St. Patty's Day. That's going to be obviously a very big day for not only the Amador, but for downtown in general. I know they have a big uh, event going on down on the plaza, which is going to be cool. And uh, downtown will definitely be the place to be on Friday, March 17th, uh, all the way around. All the way around, yeah. I know that they've got uh, some big plans right here, but uh, our plans in general with us, we're going to be hanging out with you guys right here because there's no way after last year that I'm going to miss this at all. Oh, you have the highlight reel, I see. I do have the yeah. highlight reel, and I am going to uh, play, gonna play it. Oh, I'm going to play it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to play it right here. So if you happen to miss last year, and uh, you missed out on this. You don't want to. That's the wrong one. I hate when I do that. Okay. This right here. You don't want to miss that. Miss it all. And you said you had. Uh, what did you guys put this together for you guys? Take the volume down a little bit on there. We will. We're, we're expecting a very big crowd. There you go. Okay. You need to call 575-541-7417 and get those tables reserved. There's a limited amount of ringside tables and uh, patio tables. And then we'll we'll have as much general admission seating as we can possibly fit in here. And I, I'm going to tell you, sometimes you walk in here to the Amador Live and you look out on the grass, you look out on the patio and you go on like, wow, you know, that doesn't seem like a big area. But I, I witnessed it myself last year. We had a ring. We had tables. We had a whole lot of fun last year yeah. uh, with these guys. And it was uh, it was one of the first big events that I had the opportunity to come out with uh, for a while after, uh, you know, and just to see that ring right there and how much fun everybody yeah. was having. It was just a blast. And, and oddly enough, you know, the, the guys needed some help. So I ended up behind the merch table for St. Patrick's day. And when I say behind the merch table, not just hanging out with them, I was like, they're going like, who needs a Lucha mask? Who wants a <laughs> pin? Who wants a t-shirt? You want a t-shirt? I got t-shirts for you. You know, you need a Lucha mask. You look like you need a Lucha mask. You know, whatever you do in the privacy of your own home is your thing. You can do whatever you want with a mask, but you know, and it was a whole lot of fun. And then just the wrestling, some of the athleticism between some of these guys is amazing because they did have a lot of luchadors out there. And anybody familiar with 
luchador professional wrestling, they have these high flyers that were getting up on the top of the ropes and diving off of the yeah, the it's kind of stuff. got a renaissance going on where it's um, there's a few companies, there's several companies that are kind of sprouting up all over the country that are touring doing this thing, and they'll uh, the, the the midget wrestling warriors in particular, they're out of Brooklyn. And they're really taking off. They're starting to do, a, I think they're working on like a reality show right now. And actually when they're here for the 17th, we're going to be filming part of the reality show as part That'd of that. That'd be cool. Yeah, part um, of, uh, I'm trying to remember the guy that is uh, the head that's running it. Uh, well, his stage name is short sleeve Samson. That's, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's the, that's the guy. Yeah. Well, uh, some people may remember short sleeve Samson because he actually did a uh, small reality program a few years ago with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Now, see, you happen to hit on the fact that I am a professional wrestling fan. Yeah. You know, the fact that, uh, you yeah, know. He was uh, in that one with, with Hulk. Yeah. yeah, he was in that one with, with Hulk, and they had the whole thing. Uh, I, so I remember him. It was really good to meet him. He was a cool guy. And uh, so if you remember that one, or if you can even, uh, if you look up Midget Warriors uh, up online, you can find some of the stuff that these guys do. And, and like I said, it was very awesome. I think they even had a local New Mexico lady that was yeah, wrestling there was, last there was a new mexico yeah there, there was a, a like miss new mexico yeah some character and several i mean i think they've completely redone the act and and expanded it you know because they like everybody else was coming out of the pandemic so they had to rebuild the rebuild the troop if you will yeah and, and i think uh, i think yeah. one, one of the things that made that special is uh because just when the pandemic hit, I think we were getting ready for a big saint patrick's day oh, party. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we were getting ready to to have a lot of fun and then all of a sudden, yeah, the whole pandemic hit. We had to postpone that. So I think that was our first St. Patrick's Day back yeah. since the pandemic. I mean, you had a few events earlier, um, uh, and that, uh, but that was the first big one back, and it was a blast. And I would encourage everybody to uh, get your tables, get your tickets, and get out here to enjoy it. Um, like Max said, it's going to be a big night overall in general here downtown, but if you want a lot of fun, you cannot miss out on the uh oh, yeah. we'll it's gonna be a yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun, you know. Yeah. Once again, it makes me feel I picked the wrong lifetime to stop drinking, but you know, things like that happen, <laughs> you know. I'll put it this way, at least I'm gonna remember the entire night and I'm gonna have a lot of fun anyway. And it'll several be, people won't, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty sure that there will be a few that won't. But, but yeah, it is you know, we're looking forward to that. There's some stuff coming up in April um that's gonna be big, um, obviously, and then uh, uh, we're working on a couple other kind of smaller shows. Um, can't quite get into who it is yet, but there's a couple of artists that want to do kind of like a kind of like a an acoustical, like setup, an unplugged type of kind set? of like that, you know, unplugged like. Yeah. Okay. Um, here at the Amador on the patio, uh, there's some album releases and stuff coming, and they want to work us in on part of that promo tour. So there's going to be a lot of those types of opportunities, and we're we're trying to figure out ways to do more of that stuff where um, to kind of incorporate, especially the Amador, the, you know, cause the spoke does what the spoke does, mm -hmm. but the Amador is really where we focus the music. And so there's uh there's going to be some opportunities in the spring for that. As well. And um, yeah, uh, check it out. I, I'm a live music person, so I'll check out live music. And I mean, I really like it when you're able to use the entire patio. And I mean, last year uh, we came out for the, um, Paul McCartney. Yeah, we had the Paul McCartney thing. Yeah. yeah unfortunately, the, the rain got us on that one. We have uh, another one that's coming. Yeah. Oh, do you? Yeah, it's uh, it's planned for June eighth. Yes, June eighth. Uh, we're finishing up the the contract on that one. It's going to be another pop show with Lonnie. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Cool, awesome. And so we're we have a couple of different bands that we're looking at that you know go that could 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 kind of go with that. Yeah. Yeah, they go with the pop shows because you know, those are a lot of fun. They are a lot of fun, and Lonnie is awesome. And I, I think the the musicians that he gathered to help out with that were amazing players. Yes. And it was it was a whole lot of fun uh, to go ahead and do that. And being a big Paul McCartney fan, I enjoyed the whole show right there. But I like that you're able you're able to get <laughs> quite obviously a variety of of events here and a variety of performers from the Midget Warrior Wrestling to have a whole bunch of fun with two events like Paul McCartney yeah. and then. Uh, and then some of the other uh, live events that you have uh, over here as well. Uh, Cinco de Mayo week also pretty big. Yeah, Amador Day is going to be big. We're, we're about to release all that. Um, uh, it's going to be for sure a two-day event this year on Cinco de Mayo, which happens to land on a Friday this year. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then the 6th. We were looking maybe doing 
uh, broadcast of the box, but I don't really. I think we end up with another big show. Another big show. Yeah. Are we? Uh, no, no chance we'll be doing another Star Wars trivia night, right? I, I, well, I mean, Thursday's open at this point. We'll check to see if the the artists we're working on lands on a on the Thursday, the fourth, or it ends up on the sixth. Okay. Because because uh, X and I actually hosted that one last year, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and 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 uh, and it actually yeah, falls right on it. This time. It falls on yeah, it falls right on it. Yeah. May the fourth, uh, May the fourth be with you for the geeks out there that, that, that understand that one. But yeah, like I said, a variety of, of different types of events and and things that you've got going down over here. There's always something different, and there's always something going on uh, that you can have fun with. Well, and, and inflation's going to bite this year. I mean, you can really already see yeah, it everywhere. You can feel we're it. trying to keep stuff as local as possible because. Uh, know it's going to be gas is going to shoot up again um you know well i i can tell you this i heard a story and i know this isn't necessarily quite sports related but it's very interesting because you talk about the prices of everything going up and in uh the california border they are now getting into a lot of people smuggling eggs into the united states so they've got hundreds of eggs sitting in their uh because it's illegal to bring eggs over from Mexico into into the U.S. or into California, there, so there are a lot of people going over to to um, Tijuana and Mexico, right there, to draw ahead and bring eggs over because it's cheaper to buy them there, and they're getting caught, and so they have this warehouse that's full of eggs that they've confiscated. <laughs> so if you didn't have to worry about fentanyl or drugs in general or whatever else might be coming over, you know, uh, uh, coming over the border right now. Now CBP has to worry about people smuggling eggs. And if that isn't a sign of uh, how things might be going for 2023 as far as uh, <laughs> as far as far uh, inflation and everything else right there, that's just like one of those things going like, really? Really? Yeah. Really? Eggs? You well, know? I mean, you know, stuff like the eggs and the natural gas. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's going to pass. I mean, natural gas shot up actually back in august september and mm-hmm. we're, we're just feeling the effects over the winter but it's well already, that's because you just you, you use it more yeah, so I mean, the, spot, more demand. the spot price is already back down to like a three year low we yeah. don't see it yet obviously but yeah it, because yeah that comes back that comes up in cycles and that's going to be one of those things there uh but uh go ahead and bring it back around to sports since we are a sports yeah. show yeah let's go ahead and bring it around Aggies. back to sports let's talk about that basketball game uh, the one this last week yeah where they got their second win second win second yeah. win was, right there they was, are Actually playing tomorrow night in Phoenix. They're going to be yeah. taking on Grand Canyon. Hopefully yeah. looking to get that third win. And uh, it seems like they're starting to get more focused. They're starting to start, uh, yeah. you know, becoming the team that we thought they were going to be at the beginning of the year. Yeah. You I know? think they just had one heck of a ride. And um, yeah. you can see that they're... Yeah, it they was got, just a small distraction. Yeah, a little distracted. But they're, they're got a little fire going on. And, and from where I was sitting on, on Saturday's game, they just absolutely stayed... I mean, even though there was continued mistakes, but they just were way more engaged. Well, I, I can you just see it in their, in their eyes. I can say this. They're starting to play more as a team. I think mm-hmm. Saturday night they had five players in double digits. Yes. You know, and so uh, they're spreading the ball around. Uh, their people are getting their points. They yeah, we got shoot. shooters. We definitely got shooters. Yeah. So uh, if they can get opened up and they can do that, yeah, and, and a lot of people scoring. So I think, you know, we got to see how we're playing when we come to the tournament, but we got to get into the tournament we first. Get there first. Yeah, yeah there's we a lot got of people that have. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot. Of, so. We we do have a little bit of catch up to to go on to go ahead and get into the tournament. Well, you know, when tournament time comes, if you're playing well, that's what's going to matter. If yeah. you can you can, you can win out in the tournament, that's yeah. going to be one of those things. But they got to make it to the tournament, and fingers crossed, we get there, and we'll see how we do overall in general. Um, and I think it's really good that they started to come around. I'm hoping to. Uh, we can get uh, some coaches on here, maybe a couple of players. I'm uh, speaking with John Opila right yeah. now. Hopefully, we'll be able to get a few more uh, people in from MSU to get a little bit better thing. I'm actually hoping that we will get a chance to uh, talk to uh, Coach Kill after his win in uh, December. Getting that quick lanes ball is something that, you know, if you would have said a year ago when we were first meeting Coach Kill, when we were meeting Jerry, that, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to get seven wins. We're going to go to a bowl game and we're going to win it. And most people don't win. like, no, we're not. No, yeah. we're not going to do that. But we did. And I think all of that is a testament to uh, Coach Killen. He, he will say that they're not quite playing um, Coach Kill football. Yeah. No, they, I mean, they started 
he 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 inherited the team he inherited, and it mm-hmm. started slow with the issues that I think we're expecting. Yeah, he started, and, it just... and uh, I think uh, Diego Lava. Uh, Pabias yes, came yeah. out and just really showed himself as a great quarterback, and I think he's going to be our guy going forward. And the offensive line was able to hold up. If you keep, well, here's the thing about Diego though that I've noticed: um, he's not afraid to run, and he's not afraid to put his shoulder down yeah. to go ahead and get that yardage. In fact, those last few drives at the end of the game to go ahead and extend those possessions because I think we had six minutes to go at the end of the game. And, you know, you got to get a couple of first downs. And it was his runs and him throwing his shoulder down to just get those first downs to keep possession of that ball to, to run yeah, that game. So, yeah. And you're like Diego or Doc, you know, mm-hmm. on the basketball team. It's like they're, they're – the other players will follow that courage and it just – someone's got to step up and do it. Oh, yeah. And, and Diego is definitely about to lead the team, and especially that night. It was really awesome. And obviously uh, – there was he was going to be, get picked as the MVP for the game. And, and so that was an obvious thing right there because you, he was just uh, leading by example. You want this, then show me you want it that bad. Yeah. And, and, and I think he did that. And I feel really, really good about that. Uh, we're going to have some defensive holes that we're going to have to shore up uh, when we get to the new season, because we've lost a couple of really good uh, defensive players. And if they can uh, protect, uh, you know, Diego, then, I think uh, Aggie football looks in good shape. And like we said, the Aggie uh, basketball is coming around. Um, Coach Adams has the women playing really, really well. They had a little bit of a speed bump on Saturday, but they've been winning and they've been doing really well in whack plays. So that is looking good. Uh, we were talking uh, with Coach about NMSU baseball. They're really looking forward to this season, you know, so everything that, uh, that way is looking good. And we can't forget that uh, some of the other sports like uh, dying, just yeah, finished up women's soccer is really good right now. Women, yeah, okay. women's soccer, of course, they're coming off as WAC champs, and uh, we'll be heading into Conference USA this mm-hmm. next year. So we'll see how Coach Bartz has everything going right there. But uh, some of the other uh, track and field events, they just had another uh, meet up in Albuquerque, uh, I think, uh, this past weekend. And swimming and diving is uh, another one that's going around. So all the sports at NMSU seem to be going really well. And, of course, uh, last week they were recognizing a lot of the players as – student athletes you know mm-hmm. a lot of the uh, student athletes that had the 3.0 gpa mm-hmm. and higher mm-hmm. so that's one of the things that uh coach and i talked about last week is that uh you know the fact that these are student athletes that they're doing all this they're practicing they're on the road but they still got to get their work done they still got to get their projects done they still got to do all their studying and, and tests and everything else like that so we can't forget these are student athletes and these are Basically, let's be honest, at our age, these are just kids being able to do all of that. And uh, so they should be celebrated uh, for being able to get all that stuff and, and being able to hold uh, the GPA right there with everything that's going on. So I was really glad that they recognized a lot of the uh, players. Uh, I, I saw that, heard that during a couple of the games, and I think most of their GPAs were double what mine was when I was there. So. Well. Mine was pretty good for I, two mine, semesters. Yeah, I was not very good. Mine was pretty good for two semesters, and then it just kind of went through. Yeah. But it was a little. It was it a little, was a little dicey. <laughs> yeah, mine, mine was pretty good for the first couple of semesters where I would go into my mail and I'm like, oh, somebody sent me a check. That's nice. Yeah, but then they were like, uh, Bauer, you have to go now. Yeah, you have to finish. And go. You have to finish. Yeah. Were you on a seven-year plan? No, not quite. I think I was what six. six. I think I was six, five and a half or six years. Yeah. I had a friend. I, I really enjoyed. It. It was fun. Oh no! It was, it was, I loved going to school. I loved yeah, being on campus. Um, actually, for a while there, I would go on campus just to eat lunch sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was just uh, a lot of fun. Or go grab go go grab breakfast when they used to have that one little area where the post office is now. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah the little food court. Yeah. yeah, that little food court right there. We used to love to go over there and grab a hot chocolate and uh, croissant or a donut or something like that. Eat breakfast on campus and then go off and get all my other things done. Because the NMSU campus is quite honestly, it's a pretty cool place to hang out. Yep. Of course, if I do it now at my age, just creepy. But I'm not, so I'm not going to do that anymore. Um, but I, I actually, actually even had a friend of mine who finished everything in three years because he had a bet with his dad. His dad was going to give him like this full like European travel type thing for like oh, three months go. and everything. Yeah. After he really said, "But you got to finish in three years," and he finished in three years and he got that trip. So. Yeah, I would have lost that bet. Yeah, me yeah. <laughs> too. No, no, I would have. That's but, like, hey, can you pay for dinner tonight? Maybe that would be <laughs> awesome, you know. And I'll give you six at least. Um, so but who's yeah, your, who's your money on for the big game? Oh, you want to talk about the big game? Let's we can talk the about game, the big yeah. game. 
Um, I had a question of the day uh, last week where I was asking everybody, are you going to go for the, the Chiefs? Are you going to go for the Eagles? Or are you just trying to figure out which flavor wings you should order? There you go. Because, you know, your team didn't make it. As everybody knows, I am a 49ers fan. And that was harsh when you get down to your fourth string. And then to find out that um, Purdy tore his UCL and they still put him in there in the fourth quarter, you know, uh, that was kind of harsh. But uh, for the fact that if we got 17 games in a row, I was happy. So I was thinking like a nice little spicy barbecue wing would be good. But overall, I think that uh, Philadelphia will probably take that one. Think so? Yeah, I think so. Close. Uh, fairly close. I think we'll be within a score at least. So yeah. uh, we're talking seven or three points. But well, uh, if they get if they get Mahomes running for his life, it's over. I mean, it, yeah, that's the thing. And and I don't want to say anything bad because it's not like I don't like Patrick Mahomes. But uh, a good friend of mine has a daughter had the biggest crush on Patrick Mahomes. So you know how his hair kind of goes up like this, mm-hmm. a little bit like Beaker. Right, right. From the Muppet. Yeah. So I kept calling him a Muppet and she would get angry and, and upset. <laughs> and you just had to go that on. So I said, you know, uh, when they were asking me who's going to win, I'm saying anything but the Muppet, I'll be fine. Anything but the Muppet. Every, yeah. Anybody but Mahomes would be fine because, you know, I'm still a little bit bitter about that Super Bowl where uh, they beat uh, the Niners a few years ago. So I, like I said, the Philadelphia has been pretty consistent all year long. So I think they're going to be pretty good. And I think yeah, they'll probably get good. They are. It's going to, what I'm hoping for is just a good game because, uh, you know, the worst thing ever is when you get a lopsided game and it's just no fun. At that point in time, you're the best thing about the whole big game is just looking for the most awesome commercials. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, 30 second commercial for, for that day, for the broadcast, $7 million. Wow. That's that's amazing. So how many commercials are you buying? None. None. Yeah. Not not a zilch. Zilch. Yeah, $7 million for a commercial on the big game there. Uh, but, you know, that's going to be coming up this weekend. To kind of throw back a little bit to this past weekend, did you uh, catch any of the Pro Bowl stuff? Yeah, I, I watched some of it. I mean, at first I was like, dude, this is ridiculous. But, you know, I mean, I guess it's fine. I, you know, I, I, what I, well, I'll tell you what I did like. Okay. What I did like was that it was – the flag football, I guess, didn't really bother me because you got to see them with their pads off. You got to see their face, got to see the character a little more, which, you know, you don't really get to catch that in the games as much. And, you know, I like to see them interacting and looking like they're having fun out in someone's backyard. Yeah. That part of it, I liked. All the other stuff that went with it, eh, not so much. I mean, I get what they're doing. They're kind of looking towards the future fans of the sport, you know, and they got to spread their wings a little. And it was cool that they, like, took it down to, like, in – in basketball be like half court it was a little 40 yard field yeah and that part i thought was fun because i bet you if you were there it was pretty cool i bet, because I, you, I bet you was you get them. get a little bit of that like smaller field arena football type yeah. thing, closest but, to that i thing. mean past that you know whatever yeah i i mean when they first started talking about all the changes and everything else and for the most part i was just like i you know i can see maybe how somebody could get into that and yes there are some like tests of skills or anything else like that but the first thing that popped into my mind is for those of us that are old enough to remember here i'm gonna date myself hard right here are you ready i was like i don't know if i needed a battle of the network stars for professional football players oh you remember that that. it was a little it was a little bit all of the other events other than the flag football were like that and I do agree the flag football game was at least fun. Yeah. And you're right. You got to see the players a little bit more. And at least that was kind of competitive and everybody was having fun, you know, because that's the, to me, the pro football or the, the pro bowl game was always something where you're getting the best players where they can highlight their skills and what they do and everything else like that. It's the same with an all-star game, um, you know, with basketball and everything else, which they've also changed this year. So we'll see exactly yeah. how that goes, but I wanted a little bit of that competitiveness and you can see their skills a little bit more, which, the flag football game did show a little bit of their skills, but I mean, you're not going to get a sack on everybody, but you're going to see that speed when somebody can reach over and grab that flag. So it was a little bit more. Statistics are on that. I mean, they they're there without their pads on. I mean, look like their ankles were all taped and stuff. But even in that situation, they could have yeah easily gotten hurt. And then it's like, oh, there it goes. Yeah, I mean, there, there's a possibility, and I think that's that's another one of the reasons that they kind of changed it is to keep everybody safe. You know, you don't want injuries. Because a lot of the uh, these are some of the prime players for their teams. Yeah. These are some of the big guys that are in there, uh, and you don't want 
somebody to be playing in the Pro Bowl and all of a sudden they tear something, break something, and then they're out for the next season, you know, because they're not going to make that Pro Bowl next year if that happens. So I understand the safety aspect of going ahead and getting that in there. Uh, but, you know, it was just – it was to me, like I said, if you go back in the day, and for those that don't know what Battle of the Network Stars was, uh, I, 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 it's, I it's, like I said, I told you I was going to date myself hard. <laughs> This was like 70s and early 80s, yes. and what they would have like is William Shatner when he was young. William Shatner, like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking uh, all of these sitcom stars from the late 70s, early 80s. You'd have the Happy Days crew and all this stuff, but they the networks used to play nice, yeah. And they would get all of their uh, sitcom stars and all the stars of some of their shows that they would have on there, and they'd actually compete in several kind of uh, physical competitions. If you ever, I'm sure there's some up. There's some stuff up on uh, YouTube where you can just search for Battle of the Network Stars. Uh, but that, to me, at that time was a lot of fun. But then again, we're talking actors and, and, and actresses yeah. and get, sometimes kids and stuff like that where there were kid actors that would be playing that. You know, you'd see, you know, uh, you'd see, you know, uh, the bartender from Love Boat or something out there competing in something. Yeah. But one of my favorite events was always the Simon Says type thing. Oh I don't know if you God. remember that, right? I remember that one. You don't remember that one? Okay. See, I told you, I'm <laughs> dating myself hard right here. Uh, basically, they had one of those professional Simon Says guys. I don't know if you've ever seen him. Sometimes he comes out like halftime of uh, basketball games now these days and everything else like that. But he's a pro, pro guy, and you get, a, you get them all lined up. I mean, you can do it right here on the patio. You get them lined up, and he goes over there, and he starts giving you commands. And, of course, it's Simon Says. If he doesn't say Simon Says, you don't do it. That, that would be one of the things. And if you do it, you're out. And he could like eliminate half the group in like the first 30 seconds because mm -hmm. some of the people aren't just paying attention to it. But I remember some of that. So to me, a lot of that extracurricular stuff, was, I mean, it was cool to see some of the skills that they have and, and how they do that, which is something that they've always done for the Pro Bowl or even uh, the big game weekend, mm -hmm. because they'll have some of those other stuff where you can throw your ball and, and all this stuff. And they had some of those kind of competitions. But to bring that into that kind of Pro Bowl weekend, it seemed just like it was not as much fun for me, but at least the flag football game I was think, okay. I don't know that they really have a choice at this point. They either got to come up with something like this and see if it sticks or just do a golf tournament or something, you know, because what else, you know, and I mean, like you say, and you know, most of those guys are already nursing pretty serious injuries. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are, I mean, there are a lot of people that uh, would have been chosen for a pro bowl, but couldn't play because they were injured yeah. or they got something like that. So I understand the safety aspect and I understand that. I just like a little bit more, um, competition on there, but that's just me in my personal opinion. You don't have to. I had it on in the that. background while I was barbecuing. Just yeah. let it go. You just know, let it go. It was fine. It was, it was a it was a good reason to get together for a barbecue, sure. and a couple of a couple, yeah. couple of beverages. Plus the weather was so beautiful. Yeah, you know, it was so. really nice uh, this last weekend. See, sixty degree temperatures in in uh, in Jan in, in February yeah. anyway. So you know yeah. that's one of the reasons I moved to the desert. I tell right. you. Um, and like I said, we're out here, and it's been a, a really uh kind of a chilly night we're supposed to get really really cold tonight if that moisture hangs out in the air i would be prepared like i'm going into a little psa now yeah. i'd be prepared for maybe a little bit of that Just frost out bit. on the windows tomorrow morning yeah. so watch out for that one um but yeah i mean uh, as far as that goes and the big game goes i am looking forward to it like i said i think the eagles might run out but i'm just looking forward to a good fun game yeah and then i'll be a happy camper yeah, and then it's gonna be exciting and then i can move on completely over to the nba right yeah. now and find out how many other players the Phoenix Suns are going to, you know, get lost to injury. And uh, I tuned in for a game a couple of weeks ago for, uh, as a Suns fan, once again. And uh, the entire starting lineup was injured. They had all their, their, their secondary guys that have come out. They had all their backup guys as their starting lineup. And now, of course, I think they just announced it today that officially the NBA did approve the sale. So the Suns are no longer um, owned by the previous owners. And they're owned by, let's see, I had that right up here. The new company, that's a billionaire mortgage lender, Matt Ishba, has been approved, and he's expected to be introduced to the new majority owner by tomorrow. I think that was being reported by ESPN. Oh, sounds, wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, the previous owners were embroiled in a little bit of controversy, and so uh, it was either going to be first out by the rest of the owners or go ahead and sell. So. Well, they got a lot going for them, so they got to keep things rolling. And that's not just the Suns, but they're also talking the Mercury as well. So both teams, the WNBA team and the NBA team, mm -hmm. were sold. Um, 
you know, interesting that that sale would take place, of course, in mid-season. Usually that's a kind of an off-season type of thing, but they, it looks like it's been approved. They'll get it finalized. They'll make the actual announcement uh, by tomorrow, and uh, they should be ready to go as far as uh, that goes. And uh, there's a lot of other news as far as NBA stuff. Kyrie Irving uh, got traded, of course. Uh, so he is going to be going to – I hate that I have to look this up right now. <laughs> I think I'm letting the chill get to me a little bit tonight. That's starting to get yeah, but Kyrie Irving is uh, going to be uh, finding his new team here pretty soon as well. Um, actually found out that the uh, Suns made a play for him, but they, they didn't get him. So, um, you know, it, uh, that's one of the things uh, that will happen. But like I said, once we get past the, the big game, then I can move on fully on to NBA and start paying me, attention to all that. And then we're going to get into, uh, well, Springs. So, you know, spring season is going to yeah, be coming. Right there, spring yeah. training is going to yeah. be coming up. Do you go to some of the games in Phoenix and uh, Tucson? Yeah, I love the I love the D backs. That's my thing. I like D backs. Um, you know, I go to Astros a couple times a year. But um, yeah, as a as a matter of fact, I think when we were doing our our football draft, you were at a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. With, yeah, it that was, was the Astro game, yeah. It was an Astro game with yeah. a horrible telephone connection, trying to do his draft on his phone. <laughs> yeah, ended up right. with four defenses and still got ahead of me in the season. I have no <laughs> idea how that happened. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm a big baseball fan, too, and I'm looking forward to uh, the season here that we've got because, um, once again, I, I, it's bringing up all these things that just make me feel a little bit older today, Max. Like uh, back when they had the strike in um, 94, mm -hmm. okay, I was a big baseball fan. I played baseball uh, as a kid. You know, I didn't play any high school of all because I ended up cracking my ribs and I uh, just couldn't get the uh, energy in there. Kind of guy gave me an asthma thing uh, for a while there. But I played baseball a lot. I loved the game and was a big Dodgers fan at that time. But then they, they canceled the World Series that year. Mm -hmm. And, of course, it, it comes down to money for a lot of players and, and a lot of the organizations right there. Um, and so I got really turned off by Major League Baseball. But still, for any other baseball games that you go out to the park and you watch them live and you're in the stands right there, the NMSU baseball games, you know, the softball tournaments and stuff that we have here in the city, all of those kind of games that they're out there on the field, I love going to those games mm -hmm. because you're there. You're in the stands. You've got the atmosphere. You've got that noise right there. The crack of the bat. The, you know the yeah. ball going in the glove. Games are great. Chihuahuas yeah. games are yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was really awesome. We were, uh, they were um, a big part of us uh, last year. Uh, the radio station they were, they sponsored a few things and stuff. So um, yeah, the Chihuahuas games are really awesome, and it's really cool to go down there, especially when you get into their food. Yeah. You try some of the food they have. Oh yeah, crazy. Some of their, some of their little food kiosks are amazing. So. Yeah, uh, and so. Those are always fun to me for me to go to, but I still have a little problem watching some baseball on TV these days. So I would rather be at the game and be in the stands. Mm -hmm. And, you know, granted, not necessarily hyped about paying, you know, the eight to 12 bucks for a hot dog. And, uh, you know, uh, what I think they're going to get up to 20 bucks probably for a beer. I don't know, something like that. But uh, be out there in the field is something that I enjoy yeah. down there, you know, because uh, because of that. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the baseball season as well. And uh, we're going to be talking a little bit more as far as if you listen up to my um, sports cast in the mornings uh, when I catch up on the sports. We've got uh, NASCAR starting up again. They just finished their first race in L.A. this weekend. Um, Daytona 500 is going to be coming up uh, a little bit later on here yeah, uh, pretty soon. One more week. Yeah. One more week, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think they've got two other events uh, mm -hmm. coming up, and then they've got the 500 that will be coming up. Two more weeks, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah, you're right. Two more weeks. Yeah. Two more weeks, and then uh, Formula One seems to be all the rage now. Mm -hmm. You know, all the all the kids love it because they're mixing in the EDM music with it. So it's pretty wild, but you know, whatever. Well, you know, I, I've played a few racing games myself. That's always a lot of fun. Um, golf season is going to be picking up. Uh, NMSU golf is going to be up up there, and of course, uh, being here in Crucis, like we talk about all the time with the weather, getting out uh, and uh, you know. Few of the tournaments, charity tournaments, and uh, different things that'll be coming fit out. Bull riding in here? Um, not with a real bull. Why not? We could we could figure. Surely no, no, nah, that would be that because you got to have a place to put the bulls. We could put the, we could put the put the, the stocks over in the parking lot. And the that's shoes, a possibility. The shoes they could come right out of the spoke. Right, <laughs> right out, out of the right spoke, just spoke. right out of yeah, the broken. Well, like, well, like if a you, VIP table right there. Well, uh, 
having been to uh, coming from uh, northern New Mexico and having to been to my fair share of rodeos up there, if you've got the cleanup crew, because <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of bull that's yeah. uh, that's thrown out there right there, and you get that smell of the rodeo for sure. However, very easily you could probably get a mechanical bull in there. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, mechanical, absolutely. But uh, have a little bull riding tournament yeah. in the middle of the summer there, right out there in the grass. Actually, we're looking at a uh, we're looking at a boxing thing. That's the other reason I wanted to do the uh, do the uh, wrestling again this mm. year because I wanted to get another beat on that ring because we're looking at doing uh, maybe some amateur boxing uh, in the summer. Oh yeah, that would so, be good. We'll and, see how that goes. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, quite obviously, you can fit a ring in there. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think after last year seeing the setup, there's a lot of different ways to set it up, and I, you know, that's a and and it depends on the here. on the size of the ring, yeah. and what they oh, want yeah. and all that, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, you fit a wrestling ring in there, no problem, and that ring can definitely fit out there, and you've got plenty of room for seats around there. So mm -hmm. yeah, some boxing. Yeah, I think people. we could fit about a thousand by the time it's all said and done between bleachers and tables and everything, and the balcony. And the balcony. <laughs> it's good. It's a good place to watch a fight. But yeah, that would be pretty, pretty, pretty awesome. So it'd be pretty interesting to see what kind of sporting events you can bring in here to the Amador, and then we'll be able to go ahead and talk about. That's, right. that's going to be a lot. But there's so much sports-wise that's going to be coming our way right here. Uh, like we mentioned, all of that, and we didn't even get into the fact that uh, you know we're into February, and then we're going to hit March Madness. Yep. And we're going to do that. Which I, and by the way, great place to watch a lot of the games. Come down over here to the spoke for sure and uh, get all those in, but there's so much that's going to be going on, and uh, I'm just looking forward to it and looking for everything that you're going to have here uh, at Amador Live and the yeah. Spoke and, and everything else right here. So, Should you know, be a good year. that being in, uh, thanks a lot, Max, for uh, coming out and helping me out right here. We yeah. had, uh, we had, you know, we had a little mix-up uh, with some guests, and as, as far as uh, weeks that we were getting able to go start here, but I'm glad you can help me out. I'm glad Anytime. we can talk about that. Yeah. And um, like I said, there's a lot going down here at the Amador Live. Uh, every weekend, especially for a, a Valentine's Day week, actually, Valentine's week that's going to be going on, you've got a lot that you can come out here and enjoy at uh, the Amador, at uh, Broken Spoke, at 575. I'm missing one right there. Jacks. Jacks. Yeah. I haven't been up there yet. So uh, all of those uh, that are that's here. a sport unto itself up there. Is it? Yeah. I'll have to check it out sometime. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, all of that's going to be going on here, and you can definitely have a lot of fun even if it's just coming down to hang out with some friends or hang out with us. Remember, we are here every Tuesday, 6 o'clock, right here on the patio. Rain or shine, unless we have rain that rain shine. come Snow down a little shine. bit. And it is a little bit chilly tonight, but we are going to be warming up here pretty soon because that's just what happens here in Las Cruces. So uh, thanks for hanging out with us. And uh, thanks, Mac, once again, for helping me out today and uh, in that emergency sense. And once again, we will see you guys next week with Mesilla Valley News Sports right here from the Amador Live, and we'll see you at 6 o'clock next Tuesday.